Hello everybody, welcome to The Daily Sip. My name is Oliver and my mission is to make you excited about organic Japanese green tea. And today what we're gonna dive into is into the segment of the Emperor's Tea, into the segment of Gyokuro. And we're gonna have a look at the Cha Musume Gyokuro from Mr. Sakamoto, which is a Yabukita Gyokuro. So when we talk about Gyokuro, what actually Gyokuro is, it is the longest shaded leaf tea which exists in Japan. So when we talk about Gyokuro, often you hear numbers of from 21 to even 30 days of shading at the end of the period where the plant grows to the tea. So um, where uh, or what actually Gyokuro, how it was uh, it developed over time is that um, in the early times, story says that the shading of the tea often was used in the uh, little bit colder areas or even in the south in winter time to just protect the leaves from uh, the cold and from the spring cold which can be some uh, which can sometimes happen so you have kind of frost periods which appear also during springtime and there they wanted to protect the leaves and one winter was extremely strong and extremely hard and they said and it said that in this winter they had to cover the plant extremely well and Mr. Yamamoto was a merchant from uh, Tokyo went down and uh, was looking for good tea he found actually the Gyokuro or this longer shaded tea and he saw that it was nearly a little bit sticky and super sweet and he brought it back to Tokyo and could sell this tea in no time and until and this was in the year 1835 and in until 1841 the tea was perfectioned and in 1841 launched under the name Gyokuro. It is also the name of the Emperor's tea and often this is said that the Emperor um, when he selected a tea he selected them in the spring harvest and said okay I will not consume this tea and I will only consume the tea if the tea is able to survive or to be um, still very good in autumn. So all the royals surrounding the royal entourage, they started to drink their tea in around, in around September, August, September or October. So in this period, so more versus the autumn, but always the first harvest. And only the teas which were of highest quality could actually live through this period and still be very good in the fall time and that's why it also uh, the, the green tea or gyokuro is called the emperor's tea because it is one of the teas which got which is not only uh, holding on or kind of staying with the quality on a very high level for a longer time but it even gets better so it is said that gyokuro after six months starts to begin to have the real kind of the ready ripeness to be drunk and then actually to be enjoyed on its full flavor profile and it is even said that until the third year of um, kind of storing the tea until then the tea develops the best taste known. So it's a little bit considered like the Bordeaux of tea, uh, of green tea or Japanese green tea as well. So this tea has over time develops even more 
um, you know, more flavor and also more sweetness because some of you might know that over time the leaves start to lose a little bit of catechin so the time actually reduces this bitter particles to so get more stringent particles in the tea leaves it goes down and the tea becomes finer and develops more sweetness and Gyokuro is known for its strong sweetness due to the fact that through the long shading so this covering of the plant just before the harvest these 21 days they provoke a very strong umami and very strong sweet note and this is coming from the theanine which is an amino acid in the tea leaves and normally when the sun hits the tea leaves then the theanine especially in the end phase is turned into catechins making the tea uh, a little bit richer in, uh, in uh, catechins so in the bitter particles a little bit more higher in the detox particles but finally um, also changing the taste strongly into the bitter flavor profile and this is not happening with the Gyokuro. What is nice about the Gyokuro is also due to the fact that they are covering the plant, the plant is missing, um, uh, is missing then the sunlight and it starts to absorb a lot of the nutrients from the soil just to be kind of ready if there's something coming. So it's a little bit of a slight stress phase for the plant. So it really starts to prepare itself uh, to taking up more nutrients from the soil producing more caffeine to protect itself stronger because caffeine is a protection mechanism for the tea plant and then it also produces more chlorophyll so the plant in general gets more richer in minerals and that's why the taste is also very complex very broad very large and especially theanine which is then uh, kept at a very high level here we talked about 2200 milligrams on 100 grams of leaf so together with matcha definitely the highest amount of theanine and then bringing out the sweetness and the theanine it has a lot of uh, connection also with positive uh, effects on uh, your body especially on the brain it enhances the blood flow in the brain uh, uh, getting you to a better concentration getting you to a better focus and it is also said that it is slightly mood enhancing so when you're also in winter time or in a darker period especially when you live more in the north and you have less sun it can have an absolutely slightly therapeutic effect on being a little bit more mood enhancing and uh, then the water uh, the, <laughs> the weather doesn't weigh that heavy on your mood and it is absolutely an option to drink there that's of at least what was shared with me as well to be um, uh, on the Gyokuro side in winter time definitely has also its positivity and this uh, and this one here so Gyokuro as, you, as I said it is a shaded tea so you can see the tea leaves are very very dark of this one here so you can really also see it's a little bit shiny the leaves are slightly shiny but the special kind of thing of Gyokuro is that the tea leaves get really of this dark dark green color and nearly drifting up into a kind of a dark green nearly black color so this is typical for Gyokuro de-stemmed de so no stems in this tea and it is a mix of a very beautiful dark dark leaves some a little bit greener leaves but in general very very beautiful um, you see that it is nearly completely dark leaves so a very high grade high class teas 
it is also still the case that often Gyokuro farmers they fight to become the emperor's tea so the tea which is consumed by the emperor and in this period or like in this competition really only the best ones are selected and often with these high grades or this competition grade how they're also called they are going up in price so you can even buy Gyokuro for maybe 50 grams to 200 300 or even 400 dollars even going up to one thousand dollars so there's also with the most exclusive teas there's also uh, kind of this high class high grade imperial grade or competition grade so you can definitely find gyokuros which are super super expensive here we talk about a, a quite still affordable uh, gyokuro so it's uh, this is of the three gyokuros which we have um, from Mr. Sakamoto, the lowest grade, Yabukita. Yabukita is the plant which is the most spread in Japan and it is also said that Yabukita has a very nice broad taste spectrum but it's not the sweetest um, Gyokuro. So with Gyokuro often when you go a little bit into the direction of Saimidori uh, so the, these very sweet cultivars, green tea types, there you can really have a, a tea uh, which is strong in its sweetness because already the tea plant or the tea type is very strong on the theanine side and then pushing more the theanine even gets it sweeter. Here we have a nicely balanced between umami and sweetness and also a little bit of a vegetal taste what I'm expecting so I want to dive into this tea now and really find out okay how does this tea taste like and this is what I will do and I will taste and compare from brewing to brewing so what I take is three to five grams here I have five grams of uh, Gyokuro which I'm using for this brewing and so I have 60 degrees water here And I'm gonna fill my teapot with around 100 milliliter of water. So I take a smaller one this morning. This is a little bit slightly smaller teapot, which you can see here. It's um, at the two third, two third fill. This is 170, and now um, I use maybe a little bit more. So. I would say not 100 but around 120 130 milliliters which I used with Gyokuro what's important is you have to leave it in a little bit longer so here we talk about the brewing of around so here we talk about the brewing of around uh, two minutes which we're gonna leave it in and then uh, we can take this tea and have a first try Good, let's just leave it in for some more seconds and then I guess we will be fine. Good, so I bring here three glasses with me, three glasses just to make the first, second and third brewing and also compare the different brewings. Good, so let's have a try. If we smell the leaves, nice grassiness, grassiness besides of this theanine rich, typical theanine rich flavor profile. Get a lot of sweet corn. Mm, very, very sweet, strong kind of savory, nearly a little bit brothy flavor profile. 
but I get a nice sweetness, nice uh, grassiness to the sweetness in addition. So now I'm curious to taste this first brewing. So already uh, when you look at the brewing, it's not kind of as green as a Fukamushi, as a deep steam tea. You can also see my finger behind it. So it's not such a strong brewing. And let's see taste-wise how this one tastes. very smooth very sweet but it's nicely balanced so it's not too strong in this umami so it's not only focusing on the umami so on this savory flavor profile but it is also kind of nicely balanced in um in kind of a of a slight grassy taste but it's not like a stronger it's like a slight hint of baby spinach which is showing up a lot of artichoke flavor as well asparagus artichoke in the middle and in the end you really get the kind of it turns over mm -hmm. to a nice umami flavor but not too strong on the umami side so it's still quite fine I'll take the second brewing here I only wait 20 seconds, so very short brewing this time. Maybe five seconds more and then we're fine here. Okay, get everything out and then let's compare this one here. So second brewing, first brewing. Mm. So still very smooth. It even becomes sweeter. It loses a little bit. So now in the second brewing, I have a little bit the umami going back. So a little bit going down, but still very sweet. I have a little bit of a melony sweetness coming out. But still very good on the side of the umami, of the savory taste notes. But it's not a very strong savory note. So I, I drank already sometimes also a Fukamushi Samidori, which is more savory than this one here. So it's very nice. It's a very nice balance. It's not too strong on the savory side. Bring out a nice sweetness a little bit in the first spring. I have more of an artichoke asparagus flavor mixed with the sweetness here. I have much more of a melony flavor coming through and kind of this asparagus and artichoke flavor. They're going back a little bit. Mm -hmm. It seems like in the second brewing it's really nicely balanced between the different taste notes. While here we still have a little bit more on. Mm -hmm. So the umami flavor, the umami taste profile is much stronger in the first one. So the savory notes, asparagus, 
artichoke a little bit on the on the sweet corn side so here the first one is really strong on this note meanwhile the second one really goes into a balance of a nice smoothness mm -hmm. giving much more space for kind of a sweeter note the melon a little bit more of a little bit of a fruity note And now let's go to number three. Also very short brewing. Good. And It really continues in this sweet flavor profile but um, from first to the second and also to the third we have definitely that the kind of savory flavor profile changes much more um, into um, kind of a smooth sweetness we still have a nice umami note swinging with the tea So it's really like here we have the very first and very the strongest uh, flavor profile of umami. So we're here. Mm. A lot of sweet corn, kind of a lot of artichoke, asparagus. Then I have a little bit more of kind of the savory flavor profile, which is coming in. Then we go to the second one. Still very sweet, very smooth, but it's a little bit more of a, of, a, of a yeah of a lighter sweetness coming out it's nearly drifting off in a little bit of a flowery note but more kind of a sunflower seeds and slight slight nuttiness and this is like this 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 perception also i have this light sweetness and for me drifted off a little bit into this melony uh, flavor profile so a nice kind of a fruity sweetness coming in And in the third one, just compared now to the second one, I definitely have more also a little bit of the vegetal taste. There's a slight acidity forming just in the comparison to the second one. So it gets a little bit fresher. It has a little bit more of a fresher mouthfeel as well in the third brewing. I'm kind of drifting away always a little bit more from the... Yeah, from the savory taste profile. So first one, definitely the strongest umami flavor profile, then going over into a little bit more of a, of a more balanced, a little bit melony sweetness, but still having nice flavor profile on the umami side. And then the third one really brings a little bit more out. It is um, kind of um, a little bit more of a baby spinach, a little bit more of a grassy tone, but still being very nice and very sweet. Good. So this was a deep dive on this tea here. So our Empress Tea, Chamusume, Yabukita Gyokuro.
so this one here definitely also um, good good tea within the scope of Gyokuro it is our best sold Gyokuro so people like or seem to love this Gyokuro the most and it is um, a very very nice tea especially in the taste spectrum it's not too strong on the umami flavor so if you're looking for a pure umami flavor kick then this one here is or might be a little bit too soft but it's very smooth and absolutely covering all the aspects of a very nice Gyokuro. Good I hope you like this one here thanks a lot for watching and if you ever have a question do not hesitate to ask me I'll be more than happy to answer them and I guess I'll see you next week see you and bye bye.